0: Starting and sustaining a business is hard, whether you're just beginning
1: or have been at it for a
0: while and need a pick-me-up. You're about to get exactly what you need. Welcome to Go For It. Your host is Joe Hausman. Today, you'll hear stories from others on how to keep going and laugh while you learn. Here is your host, Joe Hausman.
1: Hello and welcome to my show Go For It. This is Joe Hausman. So glad you guys are listening today, every day, every week, every month and every year. You know what? You are all my rock stars, and I so appreciate each and every one of you. I appreciate the emails, the texts, the calls, everything that you guys do. You are rock stars, but I also bring on rock star guest experts. And, you know, that is what I love doing because, you know what? We need to keep learning, don't we? We need to keep learning each and every day, and that's why I do this show. But remember, I am your go-for-it media group person i help you get your business out there on different sort different stages of media i tell you what after i wrote my book and started this radio show. People came to me all the time wondering, how do I get out on media? So that's why I, I uh, created Go For It Media Group to help you get your name out there, out on different sorts of media. So you know you can just go to my website, johosman.com and you can email me there as well, joe at JoeHosman.com. I'm also a voiceover artist and international best-selling author. But you know what? My most important job is helping you. Helping you get what you want and deserve in life and in your business. So, again, you can go to johosman.com. I also have a free download there called The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams. And again, that's all for you. Ladies and gentlemen, today I think you are going to be so inspired because I know I am going to be so inspired about this awesome guest expert I have on the show with me today. Be prepared to be wowed. I know I am. So her name is Kim Fiske, and she is a respected professional keynote speaker, life coach, author, that's how we met actually, seven-figure earner, and thought leader. She is sought after for her ability to convey convey to audiences provocative concepts and practical ways to deal with what she has coined as the monster under the bed. Now, I know when I was little, I had monsters under the bed, so I am excited to learn about this. She has been able to change the way people view their relationships, their careers, life goals, and journey by giving them the ability to acknowledge their proverbial monster while providing mechanisms for coping with it. Her blend of pure authenticity, professional, but approachable, accessibility, and intuitive and down-to-earth nature makes her desirable as a life coach. Her enthusiasm, humor, insights, and passion for life, combined with her practical experience and applications, can help show individuals how to make life the best it can be, and one that is further enriched. Kim spends time with her husband, Joe, at their homes in Nevada and Oregon, and she's also a mother and grandmother. So, Kim, welcome to my show. Go for it. Hello. Hello. Thank Hello. You. How are you? I'm
0: good. I'm well. I'm actually in uh, Phoenix, Arizona right now. Just uh, excited to start recording my audio book. I've came to a studio here, and the book is is gone from me. And ah, oh, I went okay, 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 okay. Be done. Be done. Be done. It's got to just get done and be done. And then I, I knew that it was going to be done because I was coming to record it and whatever it's in print, it's helpful to have it be the same thing that what you record. So the finality yes. of it all is hitting and I'm excited to record the audio to, uh, this weekend. So, Yay. yeah, that's what's happening for me. I know. I'm You know how that feels to be think you're done but you never you have to fight that feeling of oh wait I just want to make it a little clearer wait I just Mm -hmm. want to say this little other thing and (laughs) you can never be done with that if you keep going so anyway.
1: And finally you just have to say done I remember that feeling what? I just said I am done, I'm done I'm done I, I sent it off to the publisher and said done I, I do not want to look at this book anymore. I don't want to read it out <laughs> loud anymore I don't want <laughs> and now because Kim is doing an audiobook and I will say I've had thoughts about doing an audiobook myself so now of course I also love Phoenix Arizona I am uh-huh. going to be looking into doing that myself. That is a 2019 goal of mine to get mine out on audiobook. Well, I learned
0: from my audiobook uh, uh, guy here that runs the studio and, and does a lot of Audible audiobooks. Uh, he he gave me an uh, interesting um, statistic yesterday, which I tend to believe from my own personal preference. He said print books have now moved to number three. Mm-hmm. Um, ebooks are flat; like there's no up or down right now. the The numbers show they're just flat. But audible books are, and and as a look at look at your show though, this is what people want to do. They want to listen because they're busy. They're driving. They listen to podcasts. They listen to audiobooks. Audiobooks are the new like that is the number one and growing um, segment of people. So mm-hmm. yeah, I would suggest you do get your book out because you've got a great voice. And um, the other thing I learned, I don't know if anyone cares about all these little audible tips, but the other thing I learned is that. You know, a lot of authors don't have, uh, they're not, I'm a, I'm a speaker, you're a speaker, right? So we're, that's our primary uh, forte. So writing was a, and I talk about my challenge in my book, actually, on, on some of the appropriate topics, but um, how, uh, you know, some authors shouldn't necessarily be their voice to their book, because they might not be as good of a, a speaker as they are a writer, you know. Absolutely. And, So Mm -hmm. you kind of have to balance all that. It's been very interesting, a very, very cool uh, education for me, (laughs) all this process.
1: Absolutely. And I've had lots of people ask me, they go, is your book on Audible? Because I want to be able to, you know, as I'm driving, listen to it. So you're so correct. People, that's how how I do it all the time myself. When I'm driving, I listen to podcasts. I listen to this one. I listen to others. It's the way of the future, and I definitely need to get mine out because – It's you actually have inspired me because I know of other people have done it. But Kim, I'm like, okay, I was talking to her talking to you last night about the show. And I'm like, oh, excuse me. I definitely need to get mine out on Audible now. So Kim, what I ask all of my guest experts is just give a little history about yourself, how you got to, well, how you got to write a book, but also how you got to be where you're at today and a life coach and teaching others how to get rid of the monster under the bed.
0: Well, um, you know, I have been on since probably my late twenties. I have been on a um, personal development awakening journey that, you know, those of you listening to this are are probably on that journey, or you wouldn't be listening to this on some level. So uh, you understand what I'm saying. And and for me, it was just this. You know, I was I had babies young. I got married young. Um, I had more babies, a little older, so I had four boys, and um, the difference of in me, what I noticed in me, in my development, in my... The, the the book is called The Monster Under the Bed. The subtitle is Uncovering the Lie That Drives Us. And mm-hmm. so, in my personal experiences, I was seeing something that was just... Um, Driving, like I, I, I would look at things. I would, I would look at some of the feelings I had. I looked at some of the behaviors I had, and I said, "Whoa, wait, hold the phone." When I became aware, when I became mindful, when I became um, uh, um, knowledgeable about reading the books about not believing your thoughts but observing them and and dis- and disconnecting from your that your thoughts are true because the thoughts will just keep embedding us deeper into our current um, reality. And so I was watching some of these things as I was, uh, not only developing myself, but I was in a network marketing relationship marketing business in my, I started that in my mid to late twenties. And, um, and that so pulled to me and just called to me. I love connecting with people. I love, I can't have enough people. That's how it feels like Mm -hmm. in my, um, I love people. I'll sit in restaurants and I'll sit in airports. I'll just—I listen to people talk. I'm sorry, I eavesdrop. If I can't, you know, I don't inappropriately (laughs) eavesdrop. But you know, I just find people so interesting, and then I will ask questions. I just feel like an insatiable need and desire to understand my—and it came from this thing about everything starts with us, you guys. So. You don't have any desire outwardly that doesn't start with you intern- internally, or you don't see things outwardly. <laughs> we don't see the things, the things the way they are. We see the things the way we are. So, you know, all of those principles I've forged and learned in the trenches of primarily a network marketing world. Um, and so, over the past, gosh, has that been like 30 years, um, yeah. off and on, between raising kids, music directing, theater directing... Um, I've been in network marketing type uh, businesses um, that I forged these principles, not only working and dealing with refining myself, but, and then also mentoring and coaching and building uh, training teams of, um, of others that feel the same call. So in that environment, that structure, uh, it enabled me to not only build these incredible principles that I've, oh, I just feel like they're just part of my breathing. They're just breathing for me. They just are a part of me now. Mm-hmm. But it also provided a very financially uh, lucrative, you know, I am a seven-figure income earner residual because I have really focused on me <laughs> and, mm-hmm. and not on, the, actually, the money just kind of came. I never really set an income goal all those years. I just set uh, how many people do I want to how many people do I want to serve? How many people do I want to impact? How many people do I want to connect with? That was my driving force. I loved that. And then I taught my team those same principles. So in the process of that, as in anything, my my current business is in uh, my network marketing business is like health and, and weight loss. But guess what? No matter what you're doing in life, it's all about your head. It's all about those internal... Uh, Things that I call it the your wiring um, that has been laid down inside you, and I talk about it in the book, and we'll talk about the book in a second. But my, but my past has been that. That has been my history. That has led me to the information and the the awarenesses that um, that grew to be this thing called the monster under the bed
1: book. And it's so exciting to hear that you just have a, um, cessation. How do you say that word? cessation, Um. Thing about wanting to meet more people, you you're so in tune to what other people are talking about and you want to get to know people. That is so awesome. There are so many people that will sit back and not really and I'm sometimes I'm the same way. Like if I'm traveling a lot and you know you're tired, you're like, I don't know, I don't want to talk to anybody. But yet when you hear people talking, it's just like, oh, hey, they got something maybe I want to know about. They got something I want to learn from. Is that how you do it too? Like when you're sitting at an airport, you're just really listening to what other people are saying.
0: You know, sometimes I totally understand what you mean about oh my gosh, please don't make me say another word. Mm-hmm. I'm done. I'm <laughs> out. Right? I'm out.
1: <laughs> exactly.
0: But here's the interesting thing, and it, and I have sometimes just put my headphones on and like given the the. <laughs> the nonverbal message, like, okay. And I sit by people like that sometimes where it's mm-hmm. like, okay, I get the message. You don't want to talk. I'll be, try to just be friendly. And it's like, they barely grunt and they, you know, t- they tip their head over and go to sleep or whatever, which is fine. Um, but honestly, Joe, so many times this is what happens. I think I'm done. I think, please, I can't talk to, I love everyone, but I don't make me talk. Mm-hmm. And then this actually happened. I didn't feel totally exasperated yesterday on my way to Phoenix, but I did kind of go, I had a, I had an Audible book I was into, <laughs> and I wanted to listen to it, right? And uh-huh. so um, I actually did have my little earphones in after I made little pleasantries, and um, and I had my earphones in. But then this woman was talking to me, and I just... And it happens so many times where I think I'm done for whatever reason, or I don't really want to talk for whatever reason. And I think, okay, good, this is okay. I'm just going to go into my space. But then people talk. And guess what happens when people talk? They, ex- they, they they're, I hear it. And probably it's just in how I hear it is mm-hmm. uh, sometimes just this cry for help inside themselves. And they don't even know they're doing it. They, I just hear what they're saying. I think it's the mm-hmm. years of coaching I've done where mm-hmm. I hear what's not being said, and um, and so then I'll just investigate with a little bit of questions, and I've had people, Joe, break down and cry talking to me at baggage claim just after, like, two minutes of what I thought was little chit-chat, but I think there's some element when you really are in tune with people, and you really care, and you want to serve that, I think that the people subverbally feel that. And they, Absolutely. I mean, who, who loves people out there? You guys like, and this, again, I go into this in my book, like it's about us all the time, all the time. When someone, one of one of your friends, in fact, this happens on Facebook all the time. You you scroll through what happens when you see somebody's weight loss pictures, somebody's new vacation pictures, somebody's, Oh, we've got a new house picture. Oh, my kids just got accepted into this college picture. What, where, pay attention, uh, to where your mind goes. Mm -hmm. Aren't you initially most of the time going, oh, I wish that was me. Oh, what's wrong with me? Oh, Mm -hmm. like it's, the first go to is about you, it's not Mm -hmm. about them. And anyway, that's our wiring. So sorry. I I, I go off. You got to bring me back some That's okay. You be- know what? You are passionate and that's
1: what I love. I knew. I said on my fa- I did a Facebook live before this. I said this is going to be a phenomenal show. I just know it in my bones. I just know it. every show is phenomenal, but this one's just exceptionally phenomenal. We do have about 2 minutes until break. So my engineers tell me, he goes, "2 minutes, Joe." So I want to let you know that. Now, t- okay. when we come back, we're going to talk more because Kim has got probably more information in her little finger than I do I know that for sure especially with her years of experience and her years of coaching and helping other people and I really want to get to know more about your book about monster under the bed and what is that lie that what's that lie that drives us you know I know I got a lot of them and when you say that we need to disconnect from our thoughts hey I get it because there are sometimes, especially being a solo entrepreneur It's like, oh, my gosh, I I think this, this, and this. And then you go ask other people, and they're like, no, not at all. That's not what I think, or that isn't what you should be thinking. It should be this. Mm -hmm. So it's really exciting to hear, and I cannot wait for you to come back and talk to us about that. So, Kim, to get to your website, it is kimfisky.com. So that's F as in Frank, I, S as in Sam, K-E.com so kimfisky.com and ladies and gentlemen you know if you've got questions for this show give me a call at 18664725790 and when i come back after break i do have a message for you and also a question for you kim so when we come back after break we will answer those questions and ladies and gentlemen we'll okay. be right back Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit JoeHosman.com today and get a 20% discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a $1,500 value. This discount coupon is available only on my website joehosman.com. Where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs, also support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait! Check out johosman.com for the special offer today. If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, joehosman.com, or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's JoeHasman.com or 605-941-7969. We're
0: always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now. Toll free eight six six four seven two five seven nine zero. 472 5790 That's eight six six four seven two fifty seven ninety. 472 5790 Voice America Business Network. Listening to Go For It. To reach Joe hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at Joehausman.com. That's J O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It.
1: Welcome back to Go For It, my show here on Voice America. So glad you're back with us today. And my wonderful, awesome guest expert, Kim Fisk. Uh, I I did pronounce that wrong, so it's Kim Fisk. but her last name is spelled F-I-S-K-E dot com. And she has a new book out. Matter of fact, she's in Phoenix right now. She's going to be putting it out on, she's going to record and put it out on Audible. But Kim, let's talk about your book. It is called The Monster Under the Bed. I'm covering the lie that drives us. Whoa. I know there's probably lots of lies that drive us, but let's talk about that. Let's talk about what that is that um, we should be trying to conquer in our life.
0: Well, the metaphor is just, you know, something I made up, but it feels, it resonates with the experiences I've had personally and then years of, that I've spent coaching um, people of all different kinds of uh, backgrounds and situations, and then just friendships I've made. Because like I said, I'm just a, a people person and I'm an investigator. <laughs> I just mm-hmm. love gathering the data from people's mm-hmm. um, uh, hearts and minds. So, um, so basically it's when we were little. It sounds like a kid's book, right? But when you look at the subtitle, you realize, oh, well, it's not a kid's book. But it happened, my premise is, my metaphor, is that it happened when we we're, were young. When we don't have, like when I study, I read a ton. I attend seminars. I'm just a geek about the brain and about how we're wired. And so um, what I understand from all my readings and experiences that fit uh, in real life is that when we're little, we don't have the brain. We don't, We have the brain that's processing for us is really our survival brain. And we're actually born with um, with instinctual uh behaviors and and things that were just part of making sure we survive. Fear, for example, is in our survival brain. We have we needed to have fear. Pollyannas did not make it evolutionary speaking. Like they were eaten. They didn't they weren't paying attention, right? So fear is in our DNA wiring, like it's part of our survival. Now and I'm gonna talk in a minute about how that can be how we've taken it to the you know, nth degree of uh, not serving us anymore. But when we were young, that was in our wiring. Also, the fact that we are primates, so our species is community based. Loners also did not make it. Evolutionary speaker, you you didn't say back way back when you didn't go off by yourself and go, yeah, I got it. I'm on my own. Bye, mom and dad. Or bye, like we are community based. We have mm-hmm. to have a social community, which, by the way, Joe, that's a topic, like, in our current world, that's a whole other issue because mm-hmm. we have fake communities now, mm-hmm. fake social, that, that, that we think or draws us in to this wiring that we have that that's going to serve this purpose, but it's, it's substitute, it's fake, it's not real, it's not authentic. So, I, I digress. So, go back to when you're little And you've got this wiring. You don't even know you have it, by the way, because the reasoning logical brain, does the prefrontal cortex brain, does not fully develop until the mid-20s. So think about Mm -hmm. that. Parents that have teenagers or, you know, you go, or think of, I think back at me. I'm like, well, yeah, no wonder I got married at 18 and had my first baby at night. Like, I was... I was monster driven is what I called myself then. I refer to myself as now. Back then I was just right and a bull in a china closet and I was, you know, destined to just have my way and because the reasoning logical brain it's actually a brain function when you're little between the ages of maybe and I don't really get into when this happened because it doesn't really matter. Joe, no matter how many people I've worked with, no matter how successful they seem on the outside, no matter how put together they are, no matter how wealthy they are, everyone seems to have this little, I call it the hole in the soul, question Mm -hmm. that I'm not quite okay as I am. Like, I'm not okay. There's something wrong with me. Um, I need to be better. I'm not worthy. I'm not perfect. I'm not lovable. I'm not okay. And so... Because we are primates, our wiring when we were born and and getting up to those cognitive years of three, four, five, six, seven, when little kids start looking around, the question running, they don't know it logically, they don't know it verbally, but they know it emotionally is, the question is always running, their operating system is am i okay am i okay am i how about now how about now am i okay am i okay because they have to be okay to survive as a primate in our in our species basically and so what happens is without the logical reasonable brain functioning fully yet the answer automatically always 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 will be no you are not mm-hmm. because anytime their mother pulled their hand away from that hot stove slapped their hand maybe and maybe and you know honestly we're raised by our parents monsters because our parents were trying to keep up their appearances and cuz they're not okay so their kids have to be okay to make sure they're okay like all that di- the domino effect of this monster this lie inside each of us that because we had we embedded adopted and embedded that inaccurate false why I call it a lie belief that were not okay, and it was embedded emotionally as a child because that's the only that's the processing brain that was working, the amygdala. So here's what happens though, and it happens still today with your amygdala, your survival brain, your fight flight brain. It doesn't reason with you. There is no reasoning connected to that survival brain because why? If you were faced with a with a uh, death like fear, if your fear was triggered, like something's going to eat me, something's going to get me. Um, the only message the amygdala has to send is fight, flight, or fear, uh, freeze. It doesn't reason. It doesn't sit there and say, well, now think about this, Kim. Um, how big is that saber-toothed tiger? You know, like, you're, in fact, even today, your prefrontal cortex brain, the reasoning brain, logical brain that is fully developed, that's, that sets us apart. As a species, honestly, like we're, that's a huge high powered brain that we have, but most people, their little four-year-old brain is hijacked it. They don't, mm-hmm. they don't know now that, and that's the whole kind of the point of the book is like, okay, you have this brain now that can investigate, that can look at the wiring that you were, that you, see, we're created, we were created and developed and, and over the years we have something that's also called, I'm probably talking really fast, come in. And break up if you need to ask me another question because I'll just...
1: Well, we're good because I do have a question from a listener. So I want to get to that too before our next break. So, but yeah, Uh, go ahead and go with this and then we'll get with the question.
0: Well, because so many of us, because this little question still, the question was answered, by the way. It was, no, I'm not okay. When you were four, and I'm just making up four, but it was somewhere Mm -hmm. in there. The question was answered, but inaccurately, probably. Maybe there were some people that were our products of of parental abu- abuse, like they were not raised in a good environment and and maybe they do have a justified answer that you 're not okay like that 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 was the message that was sent but a lo- but it, whether it was a re- real uh situation or a perceived situation, none of us escaped these years unscathed because we couldn 't help it. we did not have the brain to adequately or accurately. Uh, process these emotions. They were embedded and laid like neural pathways in our brain and our synapses, and that's what created our uh, thought. Always precedes an emotion. Always, like the the emotion is a red flag. Like when you feel something, and a lot of times people have anxiety, depression, and I'm not talking about clinical depression. Please don't don't hear this as a As a medical thing, although I think there's lots of interplay here, but I'm not diagnosing anything. I'm just saying there's a lot of people who are struggling with a lot of uh, yucky feelings in their life. And when you go, you can look at, if you use this brain I'm talking about, to go, where did that feeling come from? Feelings Mm -hmm. are always preceded by a thought. And Mm -hmm. the thoughts are so familiar to us, we don't even notice them anymore. And what I'm doing with this book, and I have... um, Ten monster tracks, and I'll talk about that after the break. But okay. um, where you can actually look at your life and go, "Wow, look at what I do there! Look at what I do there!" Don't look at your thought because your thought's going to be muscle memory of what the four-year-old wired. <laughs> we're, mm-hmm. we're at the mercy of this four-year-old still.
1: Anyway, well, okay, so I do have a question from Sandra, and she because we talked about before disconnecting from your thoughts, which a lot of it was we were just talking to, but she she wants to know specifically. And you'll probably talk about this, too, with your 10 monster tracks, but how to disconnect from your thoughts, how to maybe just one step or maybe two steps, how to disconnect from them. And really, for her, she has a lot of stuff from the past, you know, which we all do. But how do you disconnect from those thoughts?
0: Well, so number one, I lay the premise in the early part of the book about where our thoughts came from. How they were wired. Some of us beat up. In fact, that's monster track number uh, three: is judgment. We beat ourselves up mm-hmm. for our thoughts, and I'm trying to just provide relief for people to go. Wait, wait, wait. Let's just use this brain now and go. Where did those thoughts come from that caused those feelings? So when you hold that your thought as the truth, that's where we. That doesn't serve us. That will continually follow the spot feeling loop and its muscle memory that came from the four-year-old mm-hmm. and so if you know how many of you would trust your life right now to a four-year-old's judgment to a four-year-old's um, uh, experience or thoughts right but it is the four-year-old inside of you that has uh, and you don't know it and that's why this book I'm trying to bring out and I do lay out the premise like, where the thoughts came from, 90-something percent of our thoughts every day are repeats of what we've had yesterday. So you play that over now over 57 years of my life, right? Mm-hmm. So I'm not. I'm going to align with those thoughts immediately because I wouldn't know not to, right? It would not even cross my mind that they they aren't the truth. But Kim, look, you know, I'm fat. That's the truth, right? So those mm-hmm. are thoughts, but the thought led to... The thought led to, I'm fat, so therefore I'm bad. That's mm-hmm. the emotion I feel. The thought is, um, maybe I'm fat, and then the interpretation of the thought is always going to be from the monster because that's who programmed it. It's really seriously like if you can understand computer programming. And take take yourself out of the a thinker of the thought, and how you know you've aligned with this thought is how you feel. And so when you feel bad, go look at the thought and go, Oh, yeah, that came from that. Oh, then observe it. Move above the thought and the emotion to an observer place and say, isn't that interesting how I think I'm, I suck because I'm fat? I think I'm not lovable because I'm fat. I'm just mm-hmm. using fat as an example. Right. But it can be so many things. I'm not perfect. I'm not smart. Um, oh, So the, the list is the oh, list is endless. how it, it shows Absolutely. up in a long list. But it leads back to really one lie. The lie is, I'm not okay. That mm-hmm. was the lie.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep, absolutely. And do you, don't you feel that with, when they say, basically, I'm fat or I'm not good enough, basically says, okay, what, like you said, I'm not okay, but also that lowers the self-esteem. That lowers our self-esteem that we're maybe holding ourselves back to be able to go after what we want in life.
0: Well, your self-esteem is how you view yourself. Mm-hmm. Well, here's the thing. You've never viewed yourself that you're okay. That question was answered decidedly by your four-year-old self that you're not okay. You've already made that decision emotionally. And logically, you don't understand why I can't get out of these ruts. Logically, you look at it with your, with your prefrontal cortex brain. You don't even know what brain you're using. Here, I tell you in the book how to identify which, brain is in con- which part of your brain is in control. Because um, in, until you know how to to uh, determine what thoughts are coming from the monster and which co- thoughts are your true, pure, authentic, wow. unconditionally loved, valuable, worthy self, because you uh-huh. have one of those inside you, you guys. You uh-huh. have an unconditionally loved and worthy self inside you. And that voice is the observer. When you can move and align with the observer of your thought, then that voice is calming. That voice will say, you know what? Don't all is well. Shh. You're good. Mm-hmm. You're good. You've mm-hmm. always been good. You just didn't know it. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's a, oh, it, it's just a deep, deep subject, but it's so important. And um, I don't know where we are with the
1: break, but and that's okay. And she, said, she said, thank you, thank you. That was great. And then I also have from Linda, she, so, she says, she is interested in people. I love it. She is right on. I needed to hear this today. This is for me oh so yay. there you go that's awesome yay good yes I'm so, on the show so, you're changing yes. lives and i know in your in your practice too you're changing lives so we have about four minutes until break so we got plenty of time but let's talk okay. about a little bit more about well is your book available is a hard copy available yet no no
0: no 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 okay. uh, let's see where is the book it's gonna be launched on october 10th but if you just go to and my oh. website is I had a website train wreck a couple months ago, so um, I've got a new one coming any minute. And she was working so hard. I was on the call with her. She's in the East Coast, and she was working hard last night to try to to get some more stuff up for today, knowing this was a live call. But mm-hmm. it's fine. You just go to KimFisk dot com, and if you want to know, just kind of get in my world a little bit. Just put your name. You know, you know the you know the drill. Give me yep. your email address, and uh, and you'll be notified when it comes out. Um, e-book i think is come e and print i think are coming out in october the audible i have to wait and see what what this what this process yields but right, i right. know for a fact when i i i, I had kind of re- uh, looked into about four different studios around the country and and everyone wanted me to have someone else read it. No, no, no. We don't no, like our authors no. to read. We no. like professional voice actors. And I'm like, no. First of all, I'm a speaker. That's what uh-huh. I love to do. And, I, uh-huh. and I'm good at it. I'm a theater director. I'm a music director. Like, I've uh-huh. done performance all my life. So um, And it's my message. Even practicing reading the book over the last few days, i just like, yes. It just That's probably why I'm so worked up right now. Because I, I'm, like, so aligned with the message. And I just know there's so much pain right now in the world. We can talk about a little bit of the impetus of the book and why I wanted to write it um, after the break. But I also want to talk about the the 10 monster tracks because that's really how the monster shows up in our life every day in our relationships, in our world.
1: And, and I really um, want to get to those 10 that. monster tracks. So I think what we're going to do is we're going to take a break just a little bit early so we can come back and really talk about those because this will be our last break before the end of the show. And ladies okay. and gentlemen, if you want to go to Kim's website, is Kim Fisk. So that's K-I-M and then F as in Frank, I, S as in Sam, K-E.com. So Kim Fisk.com. And you know the drill just like she said. Uh, get on her email list, and so you'll be notified when that book is ready and also when the Audible book is ready. And I'm excited she's down in Phoenix this, uh, this weekend to go ahead and record that. So, ladies and gentlemen, and if you have questions for the show, give me a call at one for this live show. We'd love to answer your questions on the air. But, uh, Kim, we'll go ahead and take a break. and we come back, I cannot wait to hear about those 10 monster tracks. Ladies and gentlemen, okay. we'll be right back after break.
0: Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America.
1: If you are looking for a dynamic speaker for your organization or event, I would love to speak at your venue. Hi, I'm Joe Hosman, the host of Go For It on Voice America. My topics range from starting your own virtual assistant business to living a triumphant life. Right now, one of my most popular topics is from my Women Empowerment series about support for today's women-built businesses and women in leadership. Visit my website, johosman.com or call 605-941-7969 for more information. Again, that's johosman.com or 605-941-7969. I've got a special offer just for listeners of Go For It. Visit JoeHosman.com today and get a twenty percent discount off of my most popular three-month coaching package. This is a fifteen hundred dollar value. This discount coupon is available only on my website JoeHosman.com, where you can also get information about other services like strategy sessions, my book, coaching, and training programs, also support for the radio show, and much more. Don't wait. Check out johosman.com for the special offer today.
0: We're always talking business. Talk to an expert. Call now, toll free, 866-472-5790. That's 866-472-5790. Voice America Business Network. You are listening to Go For It. To reach Joe Hausman with a comment or question about the show, please send an email to joe at joehausman.com. That's J-O at joehausman.com. Now back to Go For It.
1: Welcome back to Go For It. This is Joe with my awesome guest, Kim Fisk high-energy show today, isn't it? Woo-hoo, I love these kind of shows. These are what make this show so awesome. All my guest experts make them awesome that this is high-energy today. And we have, Kim, we have a caller on the line. We have Linda from Iowa. Linda, welcome to Go For It.
0: Good morning, Joe. Good morning, How Kim. How are you? I'm doing very well. I, I'm just taking a moment here to personally thank Kim for what all she is sharing. It's pointing a finger right at me, and it has been so, so helpful. Oh, yay. That's great. I'm so happy, Linda. That's my deepest, that fills me up right there. You know, there was so many things that you touched on that just kind of tugged right at my heart. I thought, yeah, that is me. And, and I am okay. Yeah, absolutely. It's okay. Good well, to I just release, wanted to say it? thank you. I don't, yeah. I don't want to take more of your time, but I just wanted to personally thank you.
1: Well, Linda, thank, oh, you, thank you for you calling for in and thank you for being an avid fan of our show. You are, you, you are, are just welcome. so fun. Could You're you the best. do me a favor?
0: Could you do me a yes. favor, ladies? Yes. Have a wonderful day.
1: Absolutely. You too, Linda.
0: Okay. I'll talk Take to care. you later.
1: Uh-huh. You bye bet. Bye-bye. Bye-bye. bye Awesome. There you go. You yeah. are changing lives, Kim. Well,
0: and you know, to me, that, and let me, let me just answer the question you might be asking right now. <laughs> I'll just jump to the answer because she just, she gave me this, uh, the, the, real, the re-reminder there's the word, reminder of why, I, why the impetus of this book cranked up two years ago mm-hmm. two years ago and I, I this is going to be a little bit of a shift for you but um, it's so prevalent in our society, in our culture in the United States anyway right now is um, the political environment the division, the polarity in our world in our country right now that is tearing people up and I, I'm not going into the political specifics I'm talking about What's, happened, what's happening emotionally and how one of my... I know you're going to ask me about the monster tracks. One of the monster tracks is all or nothing. So people see each other as you're either all on my side or you're not at all. Or you're, I'm, you're either with me 100% or against me 100%. And this is, this, this is a monster track. And I see it rearing... This part of the, the monster is rearing its ugly head. And two years ago during the campaign holy cow, you saw it too. I mean, everybody knows. Everybody sees it, feels it. Their souls are sucked. No matter Mm -hmm. which side of the aisle you're on, which is sad that you feel like you have to be on a side of an aisle, like, let's be on the side of love. Let's listen. Let's understand people. Let's not get into the war. There's a civil war going on right now. And it's getting worse. Amen. And, um, And I want to affect... I want to, and I know, I, I've had people unfriend me and say very hurtful things on my Facebook because I don't side 100% with them. And if I don't side 100% with them, I must be the enemy. And, oh, this one lady quoted scripture to me about how God says we should love each other, and, but yet you're not, you're not on my side 100%, so therefore I'm unfriending you and I will never speak to you again on this earth. That's what she said. Wow. I'm like, Wow. So this is a huge piece of the, 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 the healing I want to have happen because these buttons, which is another monster track. Anyway, I'm going to stop so you can... Uh, That's okay because I'm in whatever.
1: politics and I know the feeling. People okay. are very strongly one way or the other. And I, I share yep. the exact same sentiment as you. Love one another. Love the haters. Yeah. You might not agree with them. But somehow, you know, getting connection with them, but start, you know, loving them because they, they're they the way they are for a reason. And yeah. we have to be able to get along with people. We might not agree yeah. with what they, you know, but we still need to get yep. along. Well, so. we have
0: to listen to understand. And, um, and that takes a degree of self-healing. It's really mm-hmm. the monster inside of each of us that, well... I think it's button uh, monster track number five. Five. I think I don't know. I'd have to go look at my list. Mm-hmm. But uh, getting your button pushed—like what angers you? What makes you? Do you get angry at the drop of a hat? Do you take offense easily? Like, are you a? Are you just a button waiting to be pushed? Because if you are, you will get them pushed all the time, and you won't understand because once your amygdala brain, that survival brain, gets flared up, it actually physiologically shuts down uh, blood flow. It shuts down your logical brain. Like I said er earlier, have you ever gotten in a fight with your spouse or your child? People you love dearly and you say and do things that you would never logically do. It doesn't make you think about it later and go, oh crap, why did I say that? Well, because you didn't have access to your reasoning brain. It was shut down. And then you judge yourself for what you did that was so bad, which is another monster track of judgment. So mm-hmm. it's like you're in this spiral and domino and you don't, know under, you don't understand why. Well, I'm hoping to bring light to that with the book. Mm-hmm. And um, so that, like what Linda said, like I've just been, wow, you can breathe. At least you can breathe. So the monster tracks are how um, the, the mon- there's a sign. Like some people, when I just talk about the monster or the lie or not being okay, they get a sense that maybe what I'm saying Okay, yeah, I kind of, yeah, yeah. But they don't really understand how it shows up. So the 10 monster tracks are our behaviors, our reactions, our responses that actually show up in our daily life specifically. Mm-hmm. Number mm-hmm. one, Joe, is shame. I believe that as a little kid, I, you know, I know we use the term with the amygdala's messages as fight or flight,
1: but, mm-hmm. I,
0: but my metaphor, and I, I don't have to be right, I just think it's an interesting thing. I think flight was the first message because we felt that shame. We felt shame. We Mm -hmm. felt like we're not okay, right? That was the thought. That was the answer to that question was, nope, not okay. You're bad. Even though your mom pulled you away from the stove because she loved you so much and she didn't want you to get hurt, that little kid did not have any way of logically processing that. It Mm -hmm. was all emotional and she's angry and I don't understand it, but she's mad and I'm bad. I'm bad. So Shame, I believe, is the fr- and that is my first monster track, and I think it's mm-hmm. the epitome of the other monster tracks. I think it is the epicenter. In fact, I was telling this story to somebody, and this isn't in the book, so you get it right here fresh because it's a new mm-hmm. one, and I almost attempted to go back to put it in the book. But no, the book is done, right?
1: The book is uh, done. It's, done.
0: <laughs> the book is done. Um, is remember okay think back if you're a parent or you won't remember this if you weren't as a child but if you're a parent think back of when your child had to had to poop in their diaper right mm-hmm. what did what do little kids do i remember they'd go hide they'd go under a table they'd go in a corner didn't your kids do that mm-hmm. they'd go yep. and you'd go where are you Stephen? Mm-hmm. oh you're under the table i know what you're doing your eyes are all red right but he, mm-hmm. but that little kid, so even at that young age, be, and I'm thinking, why do kids go hide to poop? Ah! Sorry <laughs> to say this word on your teeth. That's your okay. Show, but That's think all right. About, think about the shame. You know, what do we do when we change babies? Poopy diapers. Don't we go, oh, yuck, icky, 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 right? Mm-hmm. And it's just, I, I made it up, but it could be true because I thought, that's why kids go hide to the poop, because it's like, ooh, something's different about this. Emotionally, they've processed shame at these young ages. So anyway, shame is one. And um, two is people-pleasing. Again, because we're, pri- I'm not going to go through all of them, but I've, these are the big ones that are wiring, you guys, is to please our community, because we have to to survive. We don't understand that's how we're wired, and we grow up looking around, because the minute. The the Nicholas sends the flight message of shame, like, I'm not okay, I'm not okay, I'm not okay. On its heel is a fight message, because you, to survive, you have to be okay. Mm-hmm. And so then there's messages that come, and we look at our community, and we go, okay, and this is all done subverbally, sublogically. It's all yeah. processed emotionally. Absolutely. What, is my, what are these people value? What do they value? Do I have... Um, are sports a huge thing in my family? Do these people get competitive and have to win? Okay, I'm going to have to win. I'm going to have to win. Then we have the fight message that comes on its heels, and we see ourselves, and we're being groomed by our parents and our community and our families. Are our parents perfectionists? Most perfectionists I know, to the nth degree perfectionists, the toxic levels of perfectionism that you can never, ever, ever be good enough, those people usually have a parent that was like that. People who are musical, like me, like I grew up, I don't remember ever not singing and performing. And I grew up playing the piano and playing, because of course that's what these people value. So I better be that way too. And so, and then my my dad, you know, my mom and dad got divorced at four. That's a huge impact for a little kid. Absolutely. Because not only whatever happens, um, here's another part of our wiring, and you'll see it in kids. Whatever happens to us doesn't just happen to us. It happens because of us. hmm Mm-hmm. Talk about illogical and not serving, but that's our wiring.
1: That's so our wiring. I, that's I our...
0: had this. That's our wiring, and so um, as adults, we can maybe look back and go, but it's too late to you. You you have to deal with the current, your current emotional and uh, logic, like your thought and emotion wiring. Think of it as old archaic tube from your TV sets. Remember the tubes that we had mm-hmm. in our TV? Oh yeah, right. But you now have high-powered, much more effective, much more efficient, much more accurate wiring. And now using that part of your brain, we can go unwire and rewire, which is the biggest point of the book right there, is awareness and then unwiring and rewiring once we know where the faulty wiring lays. Does that
1: make sense? Is 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 it easy, and I hate to even say this word, is it easy to rewire? Does it take years? I mean, what kind of rewiring does it take?
0: Good, very good question because um and the answer is yes and no <laughs>
1: mm-hmm.
0: Mm-hmm. um to the here's here's the factors that will determine that is first of all i find the the more pain people are in pain is a huge motivator so mm-hmm. if like what linda said thank you i already feel better i've had people just release one of these monster tracks like i think of the tracks like a spokes on a wheel where the hub is the lie that was mm-hmm. embedded uh, there's a whole other factor I haven't even talked about in this book called the reticular activating system, which oh, is the yeah. thing part of our brain mm-hmm. that only will show us evidence to to prove. Like we've told the brain what's true, and again, that part of the brain doesn't say, "No, Kimmy, that's not true. Your mom and dad love you. You're unconditionally loved and worthy." And, uh That brain, like you know you have it when you're shopping for a car, for example, and all of a sudden, and I use an example in the book of a red Volkswagen Jetta, let's say I've decided on that, I'm excited about it, I bought it, or I'm looking at it, and I know that's the car I want. Emotionally, I have told my reticular activating system that red Volkswagen Jetta has significance to me. I've given Mm -hmm. it the instructions. So, guess what I'm going to see all of a sudden in my world? They're going to be everywhere,
1: Yep, that's right. That's, I was just going to say that. They're going to be everywhere.
0: They're going to be everywhere. because Not because that's the only car out there or they weren't there before. They, they show up now because you've given your brain a message emotionally of something with significance. And the deeper that emotional connection, the, oh, Joe, there's so many things. What fires together? Wires together. So when I was four, I fired together emotionally Mm -hmm. that I wasn't okay. Oh, like heck, I'm not okay. I better be okay. My dad left me. He didn't leave my mom. I better be special. If I'd been special enough, my dad wouldn't have left me. I better be special. Okay, I better sing. I better play the piano. I better see how all this fits together. And then my mental bloodhounds, I call the reticular activating system, that part of my brain only shows me from four years old. I'm just using that as an age. but. From that, all of my life, I've only seen evidence to support the inaccurate emotional truth I laid. I gave it. So then I have so much evidence. So to answer your question, to the degree you're willing to look, under the bed, and it's scary. It's called running to the roar. i got to go look, and that is like facing that little four-year-old emotion again of, uh uh-oh, what if I'm not okay? I'm over-pooping in the corner again. (laughs) I know.
1: And, Kim, unfortunately, we only have about a minute left. And, i oh, man, I could talk to you all day long. We could get so much awesome information out here. But what I always ask all my guests, and you've just told us so much, oh, my gosh, mind-blowing information. But if, if nobody else heard anything else today, what are some last parting words you can leave my worldwide audience?
0: You know, um... It feels like a shameless plug for for just getting connected with me, but there's so much I want to help people with with this. Mm -hmm. So just really, yeah, go to my website and give me your information so I can just let you know. I'm not going to spam you. I don't sell anything. But um, I really want people to know that they are unconditionally loved, worthy. Mm -hmm. It makes me emotional thinking about it, which is good, because the emotions are what fires the brain. You've got to be emotional about this, and you've got to be willing to look at scary things that aren't true, they're not mm-hmm. just like the little kid monster in the bed was never true, but you didn't know that. You believed it was, so everything impacted. Whether I got up to, in the night to pee or not, I'd pee my bed instead of risking getting eaten by this illusory monster. So mm-hmm. that's how it's toxic in our world right now. It shows up in every relationship. It shows up in our insides our health, our, uh, I just, so get connected with me. I'm actually even doing an event November 4th in Las Vegas. I wanted to um, put a plug in for that. But if you stay connected with me, you'll hear all about that as they come up. So I'm still in the early stages of developing all that. So, Thank you, Absolutely.
1: Jill. Thank you so much, Kim. Thank you, everybody, for listening today and listening every week and every month, every year, actually. And excuse me, my goodness, I'm choked up from today's uh, message. It was, I have like pages of notes. I will just tell you that. So remember, oh. I want you to reach your full potential of becoming bigger, better, bolder, and stronger with each and every day. And that's why I bring on such awesome guest experts like Kim. I tell you what, it's just been phenomenal. But you can also check out my website, Joe Hosman. And you know, there I have that free download, The Secrets to Realizing Your Dreams. But remember, always remember, you are stronger than what you give yourself credit for. So go out and be great today. Be great always. And you know what? Show some kindness and love along the way. Give yeah. somebody a smile, it's free you know what, it's going to help their day and it will help you to be a blessing to others. Thank you again, Kim, so much. Have a great week. God bless. And we'll see you here next week for another exciting show. Thank you for listening to Go For It. Be sure to come back next Thursday at 8 a.m. Pacific
0: Time and 11 a.m. Eastern Time for another edition with your host, Joe Hausman on the Voice America Business Channel. Have a great day and an even better week.